Hey, business building warrior, I got a cool episode today. I'm going to be talking to a guy named Aaron from Ecom Stores. And for the past several years, he's been helping new Amazon sellers ramp up faster by getting them into established Amazon stores. And he's helped those who are looking to either temporarily or permanently exit Amazon sell their stores. If you've had an Amazon account for a while, it may be worth a lot more money than you realize. So buying and selling Amazon accounts, we're going to jump into that topic today with the foremost expert that I know on the subject who's helped, as you hear today, over 1,500 sellers either buy an account or sell their account. Something I love about the show today, it opened up some some new worlds of possibility, even for me and my own business as we had this conversation. Now, I've been working with Aaron, like I said, for the past few years, just kind of occasionally sending him, referring him someone who wants to either buy or sell an Amazon account. But they're handling it with such excellence, it started to occur to me, I should probably educate myself. Who out there is doing this? Who's the best at it? Who's really got the heart of the small seller in mind? Who's approved by Amazon with their processes as far as Amazon doesn't say this is bad. Amazon says, yeah, this is fine. He gives us plenty of evidence of that today as well, that they know what they're doing. They're good at it. They've had zero issues with the clients that we've sent them. So some of the ideas that popped in my head as I was listening to Aaron today is one, you can have more than one Amazon account, more than one business entity, more than one account. That's perfectly fine. If you do it within Amazon's policies, totally allowed. Another thought that maybe someone's thinking, oh, I know someone that got suspended. They can just go buy another account then, right? No. As Aaron shares today, if you've been suspended, they're not going to do anything to help you skirt Amazon's policy. They're not going to put their business at risk by doing that. You want to talk to someone who can help you get reinstated, which Jeff Schick is who I suggest you start with there. And we've got several other partners who can help with those kinds of things as well, if that's happened, which by the way, It's so incredibly rare to be permanently suspended on Amazon. Now, you will hear temporary suspensions. You'll hear about that inconvenience. It happens. It's happened to a lot of people, but it's almost always temporary, 99.something percent of the time, temporary. And then you get your account back. You get a plan of action. You correct the problems that that caused you to be suspended in the first place, and then you're back in action, right? But there's a lot of advantages to starting off with an established selling account. And Aaron goes through some of them today. We talk about um, all the ungating issues you don't have to worry about, for example. That's one. Uh, Your payment schedule is far better. You don't have the same reserves if you've got an established account. Uh, Your IPI score could be really high. Your health score, you start off with a really high inventory trust score with Amazon. So there's a lot of advantages and we kind of rattle through some of those with Aaron. And then we spend some time talking about Uh, all the people that they've helped to sell accounts as well. Maybe you're in a season of life and the example we use today would be something like, you know, you've got some sick parents or a baby on the way, or you're going to take a year or more off from your account and you just want to put the whole thing on pause and then come back later. Well, that's an asset that could be cashed out. You could sell that account, move it to someone else. And then when the time is right, get back in the game Kind of pick up where you left off, not with your own account, but with another account that's similarly situated. And it may be about the same amount of money, but that, but you can kind of start to see it. Let's the wheels start turning at this point. Something we're looking at doing in our business is 
we've run out of room at Amazon storage space wise for a lot of the hazmat stuff that we sell. We're going to consider buying an account, a second account. So we get more hazmat storage space. So now we've got two Amazon accounts, two separate business entities. And again, these guys help you through all of it. The website where you can go to learn more about our guest Aaron today is silentgym.com slash buy or sell. Silentgym.com slash B-U-Y or S-E-L-L. It's three words squished together, buy or sell, as in buy or sell an Amazon account. They've got all the information there. There's a link in the show notes near this video as well. So this is a episode for pretty much everyone today. If you're brand new and don't have an Amazon account yet, it might be worth considering buying an existing account. You're going to have to spend a little money, but the analogy Aaron uses today is like, it's kind of like jumping into a slightly faster car. On Amazon, everybody starts off with the same base model, slow. I call it a go-kart. You could jump into a slightly faster car that's getting you where you're trying to go a little more quickly. If you're qualified to do so and you have the capital to do it, it'll cost you a little bit of money, not a lot. Something worth considering. So new sellers or someone who's looking to take a pause in their break, they've been uh, a break in their business. They've been doing this a while. They want to take a little break. Hopefully not permanently because I believe Amazon is the greatest e-commerce opportunity of our lifetimes. So permanent break from Amazon, I don't see that as being a good option for anyone uh, unless life circumstances demand it. But take a little pause or permanently sell your account. That's absolutely an option. Or you know, someone else that might want to consider it. Let's say you've been a reseller for a while and you're looking to set up a separate account for a brand that you're wanting to launch. Absolutely a good reason to consider today's opportunities and the content we've got for you. So they're doing this the right way. They've helped a whole bunch of people in our community and they're really good at what they do. Let's meet Aaron from Ecom Stores and that website one more time before we jump over is silentgym.com slash buy or sell. Those three words squished together, buy or sell. Enjoy this interview with Aaron. You're going to learn a lot. So Aaron, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you, man. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. Truly a pleasure to work with you. And we've been working with each other for, for a good while now, actually kind of quietly behind the scenes and, and helping out a few students here and there. But let's jump into what you guys do. I've been very impressed. We had a chance to meet at Amazon Accelerate in person, met some of your team. It was just a great conversation. And we both kind of walked away from that conversation saying, we need to work together a little bit more, I think, right? So tell us what you do. And, and maybe let's start here for some of the people who are looking at maybe getting into Amazon for the first time. And they're looking for some of those advantages of buying an established account that someone else has put up for sale. You know, what's that process look like? Is this legitimate? Does Amazon smile on this or is it kind of a little illegal here? You know, what do we got going on? Talk me through it. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, great question. And yeah, just uh, we, we love to connect with you in Amazon Accelerate. It seems like a long time ago now. But I'd like to explain this using an analogy, if that's okay. So, you know, you've been on Amazon pretty much longer than anyone I've I've known, actually. So you know, you'd know yourself that winning on Amazon is kind of like a high-speed race. If you can imagine it, kind of like the Daytona 500 or the Formula One. To win any race, you need two things, right? You need you need great drivers, which in, in the Amazon world, it's great products, systems, capital behind the business, you know, all really important. And systems, of course, for the team to run. That's kind of what you look after and you help, you know, a ton of people figure out. And then on the other side of the the you know of what it takes to win a, a race, you need a great vehicle. So in our case, that's kind of what we help people with. 
So not all Amazon stores, and we're talking about winning the Amazon race, not all Amazon stores are equal. So oftentimes, a lot of the older stores have you know, a lot of different features on. For example, some of them are ungated in sometimes thousands of categories and brands and subcategories, which really enable sellers to find more profitable products out the gate instead of you know, competing against a lot of other sellers that are selling similar products, which often have low margins. And which can, you know, if a lot of people are selling them same products, can rate can end in a, a price race to the bottom, if that makes sense. So that's one of the, the the big reasons why a lot of sellers, you know, look to acquire an established Amazon store. You've also got things like, you know, payment cycles. This is one of the biggest expenses, I believe, in, in business. If you have a slow payment cycle, uh, and you you'll know most Amazon stores that are started brand new, they have Oftentimes, a four-week payment cycle is what Amazon called an account-level reserve. So right. this really kind of throttles the, the cash flow of the business. So oftentimes, a lot of the older stores, they have a payment cycle which pays out in full every two weeks. So that really just dramatically increases the, the cash flow cycle of the business. So you've got more money to invest into inventory, into products, you know, launching new products, hiring team members. So... That's a couple of reasons. I can keep going, Jim, if, if you yeah, like. Well, let keep... me just talk about those first too, because you've hit on a couple of really big ones. And it's, mm-hmm. it's things that we hear all the time from new sellers. And if someone is well-capitalized and confident and they want to roll, I'm not saying you have to get an established account in order to do this. I mean, we've taught thousands of students how to succeed, just coming in cold, setting up a new account, going through the steps. But there's some benefits here to buying an existing account and you've mentioned too, ungating is a big thing that we hear from so many sellers because the strategy we start new Amazon sellers with is selling, we call it inch wide, mile deep. I don't know if you've heard that term, Aaron, but basically it's selling just a little bit of product of just a handful of units against multiple ASINs in as many categories as possible to establish yourself. And that takes time. And we, we've rattled off the the categories where new sellers are welcome so many times we've almost got it memorized around here. Cause you, if you come in as a new seller and you try to sell toys or food, no chance, man, it's not happening. You got to go into, for example, a household goods or science and technology is one sports and outdoors pets, not pet food, right? So there's a handful of categories you can get into most brands, but then there's a good number of, of categories that you just can't sell in. However, if you come in with an experienced account, if you're well capitalized and you can afford to do this, I mean, this isn't just a few hundred dollars, it's going to cost you a few thousand. And I want people to give you guys a shout and have that conversation, make sure it makes sense that you really can give yourself a boost, both with ungating, as you mentioned, and the payouts, which, yeah, new sellers experience not just a, a four week, but sometimes there's even a reserve held on addition to that, where especially if you're doing a lot of merchant fulfill. Amazon doesn't know, like, or trust you yet. That money is going to come really slow. <laughs> They're going to throttle your cash that's coming back to you. And we've heard some frustrating stories from new sellers who ramp up fast, but then they're waiting on their cash because Amazon just doesn't trust them yet, understandably so. So that fixes two of the big pain points we see from new sellers. And again, I want to emphasize, I'm not saying everybody should do this, but the right people who are well-positioned to take advantage of this, it does make start to make a lot of sense to jump in Instead of building your own go-kart, go ahead and jump into someone else's Formula One car if you're well-positioned to take advantage of it. I love that analogy. Thank you, Jim. Yeah, we, we hear a lot of these, these similar stories with sellers you know, that 
come into the game and get a little bit frustrated by the restrictions that are on the the, the new stores. And, you know, I totally understand where that frustration comes from because, you know, there's, you're trying to compete against other sellers that have more established stores or have got access to more products. And, you know, uh, it just enables them to hit more momentum, you know, selling these profitable products, having the pick of the bunch really oftentimes with, with established stores. I know like in, in my account, I'm, I'm approved for it. Like you said, thousands is not an exaggeration. Thousands of brands in all categories. And even here's, here's one for you we've never talked about before. We've talked at length, but do you see hazmat approval transferring over? So that's something we've been asked about a few times. I, I would have to double check on that because my, my business partner is the technical guy on the, the ungating side of things. So I'll have to confirm that. But we do have people reaching out for requests for these stores that are hazmat approved but yeah. because um, i'm hazmat approved and it's a process and it takes time and sometimes you get rejected and if that's something that transfers i don't know why it wouldn't transfer if it's associated with the account uh, i don't know why it wouldn't but yeah probably prepare you'll have a few people asking now that i brought it up on the show when they call okay. in yeah be prepared to answer that one and uh, i would anticipate i don't see why they wouldn't transfer yeah. over. probably similar to the pesticides they always transfer over so yeah same thing same thing pesticides or hazmat yeah uh, you know, okay, cool. Well, I, I wouldn't want to promise something that I couldn't be a hundred percent sure. on. so, yeah, I'll double check with my, my, my business partner on that who handles the ungate inside of things, but yeah, it wouldn't, I'd be really surprised if they didn't transfer over. Um, yeah, that, that's a valuable component for us. We, we do quite a bit of hazmat pesticide type stuff. So yeah. All right. Well, let's keep it rolling. You know, what are the other benefits? And then I want to talk to is Amazon going to smack me for doing this and how many people have you helped? So we'll get into some of that in a minute, but Talk me through, you know, you mentioned ungating, you mentioned faster payments from Amazon because they, you, go, you come into the game with them no liking and trusting the accounts that you now own. What else is there? Yeah, so just touching on the, the reserves, just adding to what you really said, Jim, when you open a new store, there's usually a, a four-week time where they won't, Amazon are not going to pay you out anything because they're just essentially, you know, you know, sussing you out at this point. And then over time, you'll have a, a payment reserve you know, an easy way to explain is with a with a reserve, all these account level reserves, they were put on after July 2006. So after that time, every new store has a reserve put on. So let's just compare like a store which doesn't have, have a reserve. This is like before 2016. And then stores after 2016, they all have reserves. So let's say Amazon owes, owes you 100,000 to pay you out. And with a no resource, no reserve store, you'll receive that full payment after two weeks. So after two weeks, that will start making its way to your checking account. And then obviously you can use it to you know, stock inventory, create a team and launch new products. With a reserve store, so these are the newer stores, it would take about three and a half weeks to receive that full 100K in, in full from Amazon. It's, it's calculated seven days after the delivery date, but it works out, you know, it's 14 days on one hand with a no reserve store, and it's about 23 days with a you know a store which has a, a reserve on. So it really slows down the payment cycle. The end of the game is to try and shorten that cash flow cycle so you can you know grow and, and compound your momentum for the platform. So you can roll your money over quicker. And some people may think, oh, that's not a big deal. They hold it an extra week or two. Yeah, that you know the money is coming. Well, when you're rolling your money over as fast as you can, there's a big difference. You do that math over three, four years. We're talking, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, so yeah, it, it is a big deal. 
Yeah, it, it, we actually say it's one of the biggest expenses in an Amazon business is the the cash flow cycle. You know, the faster that is, like there are some stores that pay in full every day. These are called legacy stores. Jim probably might already have one because he's he's been on in the game for a long, long time. I, you know what? Somehow I didn't end up with one of those. I do not know why I didn't because a lot of people who started after me have those. <laughs> but oh, I'm a two week guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, these these stores obviously. You press the button inside the store and every day you get paid in full, mm-hmm. which is a complete game changer in terms of cash flow. And you don't have to leverage other third parties for loans, short-term loans to, to cover your inventory, which get expensive over, you know, that compounds and fees compound mm-hmm. over time. So do you that, sell some of those legacy accounts that's, that pay out every day? Is that some, is, do you have inventory of those? We get them, but as you can imagine, they go really quickly. So they're, they're like uh, the holy grail for a lot of, you know, Amazon sellers, private label, you know, of course, wholesale sellers really love them. Yeah. So it just really, you know, relieve that that pressure of paying vendors, launching more products and yeah. so forth. So you you charge a premium for those and they go fast kind of thing, right? So it's fascinating to me. I've never talked at length. You know, you're the only guy I know in this game and there's just not a lot of people doing this. It, to my knowledge, you guys are the only ones doing this the right way. I haven't seen anyone else that's doing it. And we've worked with you, like I said, for a few years now. So I learned something every time I talk to you the fact that there's almost like an inventory. You mentioned the car analogy, which is great. So sitting on this car lot, you know, every once in a while you get in one of these Lamborghinis that everybody, you know, that's like, whoa, and it goes for top dollar, right? But, you know, most of us could really benefit from going from, you know, this homemade go-kart that we all start off with and just jump right into something that's going a little faster, drive a little cleaner, few less, you know, you're not going to feel the bumps as much is a good analogy, perhaps, uh, if you can afford it. Again, it it just makes sense to kind of skip through some of that process for a seasoned business owner. Yeah, I love it. So, so what are some of the other benefits that that we could see if, if I'm new to the game and I'm jumping into an experienced account, an established account? Any anything else on your list? Yeah, absolutely. So, what, one more point on on that before we move on. But there's a lot of the more experienced sellers come to us. They acquire, they have multiple Amazon businesses, you know, without breaking terms of service and. They, they like to acquire these established stores from us that pay in full every two weeks and stagger the, the stores. So if one, you know, one store has a, you know, sometimes Amazon have the habit of putting your payment in reserve. We're going to review what your activity for 90 days and then really like a lot of sellers come to us and say, well, we don't want, if that happened on one of our main stores, that would be almost game over for our cash flow. So what a lot of these sellers do is they line up these stores. So the, the payouts are staggered throughout the two week cycle. So if one goes down, then they've got sometimes two, three, even five, you know, Amazon businesses that are paying them out. And they're all, you know, they're all set up in a way which is Amazon approved. You know, you can have as many stores as, as you want, providing there's valid business reasons. So yes. um, that's what they do to, if one goes down that it's not going to, you know, Separate affect their businesses. I love that. And I'm even thinking, you know, this is another benefit. You might want to add this to your list. I doubt you have this one on your list. <laughs> I've just thought of another bullet point you guys can think of Uh, going off the point you just made. We talk to a lot of new sellers, obviously, in this community, and we get them, help them get ramped up. And typically they're resellers, which means they're selling a handful of several different types of ASINs. But something that happens in their growth and maturity in this business is we encourage them at some point to launch their own product. And quite often they say, well, I, I don't want the the whole world being able to to scrape and see what I'm selling. And I don't want my my private label product, this product that I own that I'm launching to be associated with 
my whole store of all my resale products. I'd like to keep it separate somehow. And there's no good, clean way to do that except setting up another Amazon account. Well, do I want to really go through the paces of setting up a brand new account? No. So if you're an experienced reseller looking to launch a private label, it might make sense. I mean, I'm in this exact scenario myself. It might make sense for us to just get another account because you've got other resellers looking at what you sell. I don't necessarily want to give away all of my private label brands when they do that. I'd like to keep it separate, keep it kind of quieter over here on a separate business, a separate account, separate LLC, maybe even, right? And so that's a possibility based on what I'm hearing you say right now that would probably make a lot of sense, even for me. Yeah, I mean, that's we we have a lot of sellers coming to us, you know, mainly wholesale sellers in this example, you know, coming to us, look, I've done this X amount of years. I want to launch my own thing. You know, it doesn't make sense to commingle all the products in one store. Yeah, we also, you know, work with, aggregators as well the big private label aggregators that are rolling up companies that hey look we bought this business but we need to strip off these brands we need a new store sort of thing so it you know it, it works in that oh, um, makes sense yeah we need to parse out all this reseller asins from the golden goose private label product <laughs> that we're really interested in we want to so they this kind of parse them out yeah it starts to make a lot of sense that someone really needed to figure out how to navigate this um, all right. Well, well, let's keep it going, man. You know, what else are the list of benefits? I think we've built quite a list already and I'm learning a lot. I think the listeners will too, from our conversation. Well, I hope some of this is insightful, but you know, one of the next ones, a uh, big one is, you know, a lot more kind of established stores have uh, higher IPI scores and they've got recent sales history on them, which allow you to send in larger shipments into Amazon, you know, which obviously can reduce complexity in the business, but also increase the profit margin per unit sold. Uh, it obviously depends on your model. If you're only sending a few products in here and there, then it might not be, you know, uh, a huge, uh, huge win, but for, you know, more established sellers that are looking to send in, you know, thousands of units and hit the ground running that already have their systems and processes dialed in, you know, they know how to sell and they're, they're really wanting to hit the ground running. Then that can be very useful in that regard, because, you know, if they're winning the buy box, you know, they're, you know, and they run out of stock, obviously they stop selling, lose profit. Whereas if they've got more inventory, Amazon can hold, then that can, that can, you know, keep cranking out sales and profit. Well, Um, what I just heard you say, Aaron, is if your IPI score and storage limits are a cap on your business currently, which we hear from a lot of people, that's the case. They're finding, we hear all the time in our community, I'm finding more inventory than I have the money to uh, invest. There's so much good inventory out there. So we help them solve that through creative financing. Or I have so much great inventory, but my storage space is limited at Amazon. Okay, well, we just solved that problem too. <laughs> How about another Amazon account? And by the way, that adds uh, a little bit of a backup, a little bit of redundancy to your income stream, especially you talked about staggering the payout dates. I'm getting paid every Friday now. I'm getting paid every week now. Account A, account B. It starts to make a lot of sense that I'm even going to be looking into this myself. I've never been a client before, but I'm really, as the wheels are turning, some of the challenges we're seeing in our business, like take just the hazmat, for example, we've got limited storage on hazmat. There's so much more we could be sending in, but we're limited. So if I could write a check and solve that problem, dude, like I might be calling you for a favor, like hook me up, man. Seriously, you know, track one down for me because, you know, that's a business challenge we're trying to, to solve right now in my, in my business. Yeah, well, you you keep coming up with creative ideas, and I just want to mention, you know, it's we're well into this episode now. I mentioned it in the introduction as well, but if you want to connect with Aaron and his team and talk about this stuff, go to silentgym.com/slash/buy or sell, all one word. 
And we'll talk about what we mean by sell in a minute. So far, we've only been talking about buying an Amazon account. We'll talk about selling as well here in a moment. But silentgym.com slash buy, B-U-Y, or sell, S-E-L-L, all one word. There's a link in the show notes as well. All right, so keep it going, man. What are some other benefits? I had no idea you had a list this long. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm being educated, obviously, as we go here too. Thanks, Jim. I appreciate it. I know there's, you know, Amazon stores are quite nuanced, right? So there's a lot of different features and bells and whistles. There is an extensive list. So I try and keep the, you know, the the, the main points, basically. Ultimately, you know, the stores, it comes down to trust at the end of the day. You know, when you start a new Amazon store, you know, Amazon are looking at you very closely for obvious reasons, because, you know, they have a lot of bad actors that come onto the platform and ultimately try and game the system, make sales, not deliver, take the money. Uh, which is why they introduced the reserves in the first place, right? Um, right, and all the ID check. And, you know, I actually met with a guy who was in charge of the team that suspends permanently scam accounts. I had a chance to meet with him in person. It's been a few years ago. Just a really great guy, very humble, very soft-spoken, and talking about the tens of thousands of scam accounts that they have to suspend every day. People just coming in, you know, the big scam example, you know, might be someone who says, yeah, I've got, you know, 300 big screen TVs and they want to sell them merchant fulfill day one and they collect all the cash. And then there you go. They don't have any TVs. Like those guys are so obviously scam accounts, right? So, you know, but they're, they're shutting down tens of thousands of attempts on their system every single day. And the thing that he was lamenting was the fact that we know full well that we throw out a little bit of, you know, some, some really great babies with the bathwater. And our job here is to get them back as fast as we can. So sorry. Didn't mean to inconvenience you for a couple of weeks. You looked and smelled like a scammer, but we now we know that you aren't. So they've had, they're constantly trying to improve their systems and make sure they keep the good people with good intentions and only throw out the bad actors with bad intentions sort of thing. It's not a perfect system, but it's really, really good. And they have people that care in charge of those systems. I've met them. I've talked to them, but yeah, you can get a lot of advantages by kind of skipping that process if you're an established business owner, it, which leads me, you know, we could rattle off all the benefits and maybe there's one or two more that you want to just briefly hit on, but something I want to start to emphasize because I know it's a pressing question. Anyone listening to this from our audience is thinking, okay, how legitimate is this with Amazon? And you've said some things to me a couple of times that we've talked that really got me confident in the process that you're using that, yeah, this is hundred percent Amazon approved. I mean, you've met with Amazon. So I want to transition into that discussion, but was there any other you know, bullet points you want to rattle off and put top of mind of benefits if I'm going to buy an account versus setting up my own fresh? So to, to wrap up, basically there's the things we mentioned, they, they act as, you know, whether it's, you know, the payment cycles, you know, acquiring an established business is often much faster than opening a new store. We talked about that. And oftentimes, you know, acquiring an established store means you can hit the ground running. Amazon won't put, you know, your store under, you know, velocity reviews and some of the things that can really, you know, put a, a dampener in your growth. Right. So all, all of these things, you know, that we've, we've touched on kind of act as a, a flywheel, if you've a positive flywheel effect that enable you to make more, you know, sales and profit on the platform and, you know, compete really against sellers that have been out there maybe for, for years or decades with really superior stores. So to, to bring that analogy full cycle, you know, you can't win a race with, it's much harder to win a race with great drivers and, a, you know, a slow vehicle. So 
to hit the ground running with both great drivers. This is what Jim helps with, of course. You know, been doing that for over two decades. Uh, we help folks with the actual vehicles themselves. So put them two together, and you know, you've got a, a good shot at winning. Uh, the Amazon. Press. I love a good word image is what I call these a word image. You know, the, the car analogy. I love it. The only, the only challenge I have with it is this is a race where we, as many of us want to win can win. <laughs> There's not one winner at the end of the day, as many of us exactly. that want to win can win. It's just a matter of how fast and how far you want to go. And, and, and some of those constraints are of course the capital you have to invest, how much time you can put into your business, the kind of vehicle you're driving, you get to choose. Amazon wants you to start. It's kind of like playing a new video game. Like you start with that basic go-kart. Everyone does. Well, okay, well, you can skip in and, and someone else has saved their game and walked away and they give it to you. All right, well, I'm going to start at that level. But you need to be ready to operate a faster, bigger vehicle at that point too, responsibly, which is a nice transition into the conversation about, you know, exactly how does Amazon feel about this? Or is anybody running into trouble? Well, let me, let me start with this basic question. If, to whatever degree you can tell me, I don't know, this is maybe number sensitive information, but approximately how many people have you helped either buy or sell an account at this point using whatever numbers you're comfortable with? Or is that private information? I don't want to pry. No, no problem, Sherry. So yeah, we've essentially over the last four years, we've helped over 1,500 uh, business owners. So Okay, so that's, that's a great that's, point of context. Yeah. yeah so have, we, have any of them run into trouble with Amazon where Amazon came back and said, uh, Aaron, what are you doing here, man? That's not allowed. And they got in trouble and you got in trouble. Have, has that happened? That's not happened yet. Sometimes, obviously, Amazon, there's always, there can be something that happens. You know, Amazon is a very sensitive beast. But if something does happen, of course, you know, it, it could be, oh, you know, this, this store's changed ownership. What's happened? And we just provide the full legal, and this is what we can talk about now, but we, we provide a full legal paper trail of uh, the how the asset was acquired and transferred and transitioned. Yeah. So Amazon allow thousands of businesses every year to be bought and sold on their platform. And they're actually really happy and you know open for that to happen because you know this is this is why the you know a lot of the aggregators that have come to the Amazon space they've you know Amazon welcomed that to the platform because it you know helps the, the platform in a number of ways. And obviously, aggregators, this is their model of where they, you know, essentially acquire and, and build and sell stores. And it's been happening for over two decades. People mm -hmm. have been buying and selling Amazon businesses. So we've acquired, sold and transferred well over 1,500 today and helped a lot of folks in the process. So in, in each case, I imagine is a little different, has its unique qualities. And, mm -hmm. and uh, there's always a different little challenge here and there. But one of the things that was impressive to me, let me just share with the listeners, I tested you a little bit when we met at Amazon Accelerate. I knew we'd used your services a little bit. We've sent a handful of very happy users your way. But before I wanted to go deeper into our relationship, I gave you a little test question and you handled it brilliantly, by the way. I said, hey, if someone came to you because they've been suspended and they kind of want to you know, get back in the back door and get an Amazon account rolling again. I was hoping you would give me the answer that you gave me and you gave me the exact right answer that I needed to hear and, and tell the listeners what you told me at that point. You know, if I've been suspended, uh, is this a sneaky way to kind of get back in the back door? Yeah, the answer was we don't help sellers circumvent Amazon's terms of service. Exactly. And for us, it's all about how can we, you know, help the platform, help sellers on both sides and to do something that's short-sighted and that's, you know, not long-term focus. So yeah, for us, you know, we want to partner and work with Amazon long term. And, you know, that really comes down to making sure that our whole process is, you know, 
as as watertight as possible working with Amazon during the transfer of the stores and making sure that we have a full legal and compliant you know paperwork for one but also the process and we follow the process how Amazon wants these transfers done so yeah so th- th- that's an important one yeah we can't help people unfortunately if you've been suspended the best route is to go to a you know uh, you know reinstatement agency I'm sure Jim yeah, we've got point. some great ones we work with. Jeff Schick is a great sponsor of this show and a great partner and friend of the community. And and to my knowledge, he's never been unsuccessful in helping someone get back on the platform, assuming they weren't <laughs> violating laws. You know, the I shake my head at some of the creative ways people destroy their reputation with Amazon and then want to get back on the platform. But even then, with the proper plan of action and the proper assistance, just about anyone can get back on. Temp- temporary suspensions are not all that uncommon, but Fortunately, they're almost all temporary. Ninety-nine point something percent, or you know, if if you put the right plan of action in place and take the right action, but certainly attempting to buy an established account is not the way out of a suspension. You need to get back in Amazon's good graces, and then call my friend Aaron. Check him out at silentgym.com/slash buy or sell is the website. Spell out the word buy b u y or sell s e l l buy or sell silentgym.com/slash buy or sell. That's the website. Go check it out. And if you're looking to buy an established account or looking to maybe get rid of an extra account, maybe you've stepped away from Amazon temporarily for some reason, and you can always step back in, which is cool. I love that about this process. It's it's uh, taking away some of the intimidating components of the Amazon account experience because a lot of people are unnecessarily nervous about, oh no, if I lose my account, it's game over forever. Well, no, there's things you can do to get back. If you want to step away for a while, there's no reason to let it sit dormant, sell it step back in later, right? Lots of good ideas here. So what's on your mind? What do you want to share as we, you know, we're, we're starting to run out of time here, but I do want to absolutely talk to the people who are maybe interested in selling their account as well, what that process looks like. You've helped a number of people in our community with that as well, um, but go where you want to go. Let's, let's take good advantage of the time here, Aaron. Absolutely. Yeah. So typically, as you know, Jim, selling on Amazon for, for so long, a lot of people lose the mojo for, for Amazon. Could be they got busy, you know, could, you know, jobs taking up too much of their time. There's a thousand and one reasons why somebody decides to, to, to put this on pause for, for the time being. And we help folks like this. Uh, we've helped, you know, over 1,500 people, as I've mentioned. And typically, you know, if you want me to walk you through the kind of process on how that works, just to give somebody that, that visibility, I can do that. Yeah, just but, the, the brief overview, like, you know, how long of a process is it? How involved is it? And, you know, how much money could I make with a fairly established account? You know, just hit the highlights because I know this is a very individual case by case kind of thing, but, you know, yeah. hit in general. Am I talking about a few days or a few months of a process here? Sure. So the, the timeline really depends uh, on the store itself. So unfortunately, I can't give you a, a direct answer. Let's say you've got a store that we're, we're actually looking for, then the process itself could take two to three weeks to you know fully complete uh, and that's because we don't cut corners and we make sure that everything is done due diligence wise on the, the store itself first and we explain the process clearly so that everybody understands the timelines and you know how long how long it's going to take really and what to expect in terms of the offers that we make for for people we've bought stores anywhere from you know on the low end five hundred dollars uh, all the way up to ten thousand dollars on the high end Really, just depends on the store itself, uh, the metrics, the you know how established it is, and you know a number of different different factors, as you can imagine. But as soon as I just walk you the the top line main points, typically what happens, you know, if you go to Jim's link, which he, he referred to earlier, 
what happens is you'll go fill out a form. My team will hop on a Zoom call with you, walk through the store with you, make you an offer at the end if it's if it's something that makes sense for us. And, and you know, hopefully it will make sense for you guys. You know, at that point, we will send agreements and you know, process the payment via escrow and then move forward on the transfer of the store. So that whole that whole kind of timeline is about two, three weeks. Understood. That makes total sense. And um, I think you're going to hear from a good number of people who are both interested in in buying and selling, or at least having a conversation, maybe even just finding out what their account is worth. I mean, are you open to that? So you're like, ah, you know, it's a math decision. What's this thing worth? I might pause for a while. You know, I think one of the scenarios that might make sense, I know life has seasons. We talk to students all the time. It's like, yeah, I was doing great until about 18 months ago, man. I just set it down and, you know, we had a baby and my mom got sick and I just put the whole thing on pause. And, and, um, I don't know if it's probably another year or two before I can pay attention to this thing again. How about I cash this thing out, come back later when the right season of life presents itself and jump back in. Right. So it's not like it's an all or nothing, like, oh, you're done forever now, mister. Once you sell that account. No, it turns it into a, um, I think it just friendlies up the whole experience of being an Amazon seller. I think that's what I really like about you guys is it just adds this component of it takes away some of the intimidation because the, I think the impression a lot of people have had wrongfully. So myself included for many years till I encountered you guys is once you lose your Amazon account or once something goes bad, man, it's over. But then you start to see, okay, people are getting back in and suspensions are almost always temporary. You can sell your account, step away for a while buy another account and get back in the game later if you want. It adds an element of friendliness. And I know I may be oversimplifying it a little bit uh, because there is a legal process there and you are actually buying someone else's business. But the fact that Amazon smiles on this, and I I maybe want to at least include this point before we wrap up. I don't know how much you can share with me or how much Amazon is saying you're allowed to share, but I know you are at Amazon Accelerate. I know you're having some high-level conversations. Talk to me as much as you can about that, what you can share publicly about how much Amazon is not only okay with what you do, but they need it and it's necessary. You mentioned the aggregators earlier. I mean, that's what they do. They buy accounts, Mm -hmm. sell them, assign them to new owners all day, every day. You're doing this for like the smaller guys is my impression. Is Amazon okay with it? Just speak directly to that. Yes. So absolutely happy to speak on that. So Amazon are are fine with it from, from the standpoint of our company, what we're doing is we're taking you know, dormant assets essentially, and breathing life into them on the platform, which increases the selection, which is a big thing Amazon care about. It drives revenue, not only, you know, for selling products, but with PPC and advertising, which is a big thing Amazon are looking for. And, you know, ultimately, you know, it enables sellers that have just, you know, stopped or paused to, you know, you know, exit their dormant store and, and you know, have a win themselves as well. So, we went to Amazon uh, Accelerate, which was where we bumped into each other, Jim. And you know, we we sat down. And the reason we went there was to to talk directly to Amazon and explain our model. And they essentially said, "Look, I think it's amazing what's happening. And I can't go into too much detail, but you know, you're taking something which is you know dormant and breathing life into it, which is you know mm-hmm. actually helping Amazon in a number of ways. And you know, we're in early stages of of working and talking with Amazon." you know, to work with them more closely on, on that front. But, you know, in terms of the, you know, what it's bringing to the platform, you know, and, you know, they're fine with that. And obviously they're, they're, they're fine with, you know, Amazon aggregators buying thousands of businesses and, and you know, with that comes the, the, the stores 
um, themselves. So. Yeah. So it, obviously it's an activity that happens all day, every day. Businesses change hands all day, every day. Now, what you can't do is just give your account to someone else and say, hey, I'll just plug your address in there and we'll change the name and credit card to you. And uh, here we go. No, there's <laughs> there's a lot. Amazon will slap that. That account will get suspended. You want to do this the right way. You want to talk to a pro. Uh, don't try to sell the account yourself. It's probably, I would imagine, more complicated than even trying to sell your house yourself, which I don't recommend that either, by the way. Uh, use a pro every chance you get to take the emotion out of the process and to make sure all the boxes get checked and all the legal considerations are made. But if you if you want to sell your account or even just find out what it's worth, temporarily step away from Amazon maybe, or buy an account and get an advantage or buy, like I'm considering right now, working with you guys to get a second account going just for the redundancy, the ability to get into more categories, uh, you know, where we have some limits like, you know, hazmat, for example, I I don't know of anyone who has a huge amount of hazmat space. They kind of limit all of us. I might get another account just for that because I got all kinds of profitable stuff I could be sending in. Right. So I'm looking at uh, some creative solutions there, but I encourage anyone to, to give Aaron a shout and his team. I've met several people work with the people on his team. They're good people. They love our community. I'd love to see you guys at our event. Any chance you guys could come to our May event in uh, Orlando? I think we're going to be on the spot. I said to you in uh, uh, Seattle, we'd love to be there. So I'm going to cross-check with my my business partner, Yaroslav, who you met too. And yeah, we'll we'll, uh, we'll definitely get it in the calendar. Because where are you based out of? Where are you at, Aaron? I'm in uh, sunny London across the pond. You're in London, right. So it's an evening there. It's early day for me. Yeah. So yeah, it's a very international community, obviously, but if you can make the trip over, man, it'd be great. I think a lot of people would want to have some very interesting conversations with you at the event as well. I'm talking about, uh, for the listener's sake, theprovenconference.com is the website. Three words, theprovenconference.com. May 23rd through 25th, 2024. Come meet Aaron and the team. We're going to do whatever it takes to get in there and talk about buying and selling accounts. Uh, that link one more time, silentgym.com slash buy or sell. Go check it out. Set up an appointment with Aaron and his team. There's a link to both options there. If you want to sell your account, you want to buy an account, they can talk to you about both. And uh, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you today, man. I know there's a lot more we could probably put in here, but I'm just going to encourage folks to reach out to you guys and start that conversation at this point. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Jim, for having me on. It's been a pleasure too. And look forward to hearing from anyone here soon. Thank you. Thank you so much, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.